we are live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because, uh, you know, Friday wasn't enough for Dallin, Joey, and me. We just couldn't stand being away from each other for more than... 23 and a half hours, whatever the hell it was. It doesn't really much matter. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. And may I say, I'm really sick and tired of hearing people over on YouTube who are obviously using a, a fake made-up name, and they say, my name is... No. No, you know me as... God, pretentious assholes sometimes. Let me introduce you to everybody. Top left-hand corner of North America, where it's uh, not snowed the last 48 hours, if I'm not mistaken. Dallin, good evening. <laughs> Even if it was snowing, it's been blowing so hard here that anything we've gotten is probably over in Saskatchewan by now. That's, <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's that. For those of you that don't know, Saskatchewan is that way. You're welcome. Those of you that are listening after the fact, you're probably just thinking, "Huh? Don't worry about it. We'll put we'll put we'll put that over on the left channel. We'll we'll fix that in post. Don't worry about it." Down and uh, to the right, just a little bit into North America, Midwest, of the U.S. Bridget, good evening. Good evening. Mm -hmm. And cross the pond over into Paris. Just joined us. And uh, good morning, Joseph. Glad you're able to make it. Yeah. Good morning. The coffee was ready just in time. Perfect. I, uh, in, in my particular case, I've decided not to have coffee. I'm having a dang because I can. Because it, it was either this or I, I watered down the orange juice that I've gotten. Truth be told, I didn't bother to go get frozen orange juice because that would have meant a second trip to a different store and BJ's doesn't cover. I don't know what the hell it is. Why uh, BJ's Wholesale Club does not carry frozen juice concentrate mix i mean why i don't i don't, i whatever i didn't feel like going to a, a secondary store and exposing myself or anybody else you know maybe they keep it what in the bag of milk now see i would have to go over phrasing. the border phrasing there's nothing wrong with my phrasing i know exactly what i'm talking about thank you very much unfortunately so do we you know what? Piss off. I don't care. For those of you that are unaware, for whatever reason, tonight is one of our Power of Ten episodes. I do have to put the disclaimer out there, which means that there will be uh, plenty of evocatives. Sure, yeah, I don't remember which word it's supposed to be. It was just pulling shit out of the, out of the air. I don't care. Uh, there will be negligible filter between brain emotion and mouth so if you should not be listening tonight you know what um that, that's on you if you go past this point so uh you've been fucking warned that that's 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 one no i'm not gonna keep track i don't care i don't care but yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those nights because uh, i i basically opened it up for you know whatever because truth be told, uh, there's plenty of stuff for us to go ahead and bitch and moan about that's been building up. And let me tell you, the idea of holding these off until every 10 weeks, I'm giving real serious consideration to, to cutting that down uh, by like once a month, the way shit's been going. Because the dumpster fire that is my country, 
Oh God, what the fuck? Seriously, technically that's two now. So you know, whatever. It's gonna be. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Joy, Rapture. Uh, real quick check in on everybody. Um, like I said, you know, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm over here. Yes, it did snow a little bit. I did post a couple pictures. Um, is 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 everybody holding up okay with with everything right now? And and yes, by the way, over in the live chat too, Stephanie, I see you over there. Same question. I hope that you're holding up all right over there. Joseph, uh, I'll, I'll start over you. Are you 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 holding up okay with everything? Yeah, kind of going every day, but um, yeah, getting out once a week for shopping. I haven't had to go into work. Uh, in over a week now, but I'll be going in actually tomorrow. And we're just getting ready. Actually, from tomorrow, normally things are going to be starting to quote unquote get back to normal. It, uh, whatever normal is at this point, right? Yeah, well, whatever that's become. That, that's yet to determine. But uh, as far as my workplace is concerned, uh, they're putting it off for another week. Which makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, it's, it is a bit too soon. We've seen in other countries that uh, there's uh, there was an immediate spike uh, immediately after they, they started. People started resuming normal activity, but uh, it's still too soon to see. Yeah, we got a couple of states uh, that are pretty well doing the same thing over here, and they're seeing all kinds of uh, uh, spikes like crazy. And no, it's it's just it's just we've got more reporting coming in, so it's all good. It's all fine. It's it's, it's exactly what was already. Well, there because the the New York is the uh, the epicenter, and they got started way ahead of the rest of the United States. So their their peak is past. They're declining. So if you compare that to the rest of the United States, if you average that in, um, it's going to look like the United States is plateauing. But if you take New York out of the question, you're going to see that uh, New York is over the, the hump and the rest of the United States is actually there. They're, they're, it's We're catching spreading up. exponentially. Yeah. So you pass me. Yeah, that's a big it's spreading much faster. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's a big old pain, but, but you know, one, one thing at a time. Uh, Dallin, you and I have been uh, chatting up, of course, and, you know, for the most part, you're doing okay, but, uh, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, uh, you know, you're one of those people I worry a lot about right now. You know that. <laughs> No, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, again, we quite up north here. We haven't quite reached the level of insanity that um, some places down there have, have reached. Um, as a matter of fact, we, we are starting to see um, we're starting to see plans to get things back on on track, but. In many cases, we're trying to be as pragmatic as possible. In other words, you know, um, first we make sure that the, the hospitals are able to handle 
anything that's going on. Uh, second, when businesses start to open, there are guidelines that you are expected to follow. And if your business is found in violation of those guidelines, your door shut again until you get your shit together, which uh, I, I think it's mirroring a lot of what, uh, what you're seeing in the States. Um, uh, okay. At least what's planned in the States. That's fair. Um, but I mean, just off the air, Bridget and I were talking and, um, you know, there are people, you know, the internet is a wonderful thing. You have access to knowledge. You have access to entertainment. You have access to a lot of things that, you know, even 30 years ago, you didn't have, or you couldn't get without an awful lot of, you know, shenanigans and spending an awful lot of time, you know, in libraries and stuff. And, you know, I'm beginning to think that was a good thing. I'm not a Luddite by any standard, but there are some people out there that really should have no access to a keyboard or a computer because what they're the, what they think, what they say, it sometimes makes you wonder, how did you find the fucking on switch on that computer there, buddy? It's amazing. Some of these people can't just ground themselves accidentally by turning that switch in it. Oh, we can, we can dream. Well, you know, you know me, I'm looking at the Darwin awards and I haven't seen one for 2020 yet. You know, uh, and yet I'm seeing all kinds of prime candidates mm. or at least, you know, wishful, hopeful types. But yeah, there's, 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 there's a good point of all that. And, and, and Bridget, yeah, I, you know, full well, I kind of worry about you and, and your circles too. You're, you're doing okay for the most part. Yeah. I'm just having some issues with grinding my teeth and I wish I could stop. Couldn't be stressed, could it? Um, <laughs> you know, I know this is a Power 10 episode, but even I've got a certain level of decorum I'm not going to cross. So, uh, yeah, stress makes perfect sense to me at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know for well that they're not listening, but I do know of one person specifically in Toronto uh, is, is someone that I know, I've known for... Several, oh my God, it's been 13 years. It's going to be 13 years this summer since I originally met them. Um, I I saw that they are sickly. They did check in with the medical services. They did say that it sounds like... Uh, come on in. We'll do a couple of tests on you. They did uh, X-ray. They did uh, ECG. A uh, couple of other tests. They didn't do a throat swab to check for that because, from what they're saying, that the po- the false positive rates are a little too high. So they don't really want to. They really don't want to do that. So they said, you know what? Let's just treat it as if. You do have 
and you're staying home for the next two weeks. You need a note? Okay, fine. So, yeah, they're 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 dragged out. They're tired. They still got to fill out paperwork for, you know, unemployment and all that stuff because, you know, medical unemployment, which, as I understand, is a hell of a lot easier on your side of the border than ours. But at the same time, uh, when when you're sick and literally sick and tired, it's kind of hard to you know, stay cognizant of a lot of stuff and, and, and be able to do it. So, um, I, like I said, the likelihood that they're watching or listening after the fact is pretty low. But I I will just go ahead and I will say, uh, you know what I, I I will use a I will use a name that they would recognize but nobody else will understand, Matilda. It's it's not their name but they 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 would understand the reference. I'm thinking of you and I'm I'm hoping for you and and just you know we'll be here for you. So good enough on that one. I, um, yeah, Stephanie is, uh, is also uh, pointing out to win the Darwin award. You must not have bread yet. Uh, and, and let's face it, as far as stuff is going on on my side of the border, you know, it's just a matter of waiting another two weeks. Maybe I know black humor is all I got sometimes right now. That's all I got. It will be what it will be. And unfortunately, you know, uh, how can I best put this? All we need to do is just pray for a new outcome. And Lord knows we're going to get exactly what we prayed for. Nothing. Is what it is. So how about I just get everything started now that I've, uh, now that I've got everything ready to go over here. So... With five minutes on the clock for you, your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Now, I did tell, uh, I did warn Bridget that I needed to ask a real quick question of her. Something that I know full well that if I know the answer to, just like that, I know full well that she's going to know the answer to. So here's the question. Regarding N95 masks, that's what's being used in the medical communities to try as, as best as possible to keep especially physicians safe from accidentally inhaling these particulates into their bodies and getting sick themselves. If they can get a hold of them, yeah. How well do these work if you have a beard and mustache? Uh, Not very well at all, because they have to be fitted. And what happens if you are of the Sikh religion? Sikh religion where you yep then your mask is not going to be fitted and it's not going to protect you properly that's the problem that ended up happening with a lot of folks in the medical community who are Sikh they've got a problem with exactly this now I, I will admit I am no expert on the subject, not by any stretch of the imagination, but there are two brothers who are in the medical community up Montreal way. Sanjit, who is a physician, and Rajit, who is a newer surgeon, Singh Saluja. I believe it's how it's pronounced. And again, please forgive me if I've got it incorrect. They are 
of the Sikh religion, and because of that, reminding you that once a physician, once a neurosurgeon, they've gone through their fair share of years of medical training, which means that they've been adults for quite a while. Which means they've been growing their hair and their beards for quite a while. Years and years. <laughs> and this is this is a process, uh, this is a, a, a practice known as Kesh. The idea is that God created mankind properly, perfectly. You don't mess around with that. You don't cut your hair. You don't trim your whiskers because that's part of how God made you. Why would you muck around with the, the perfection that you are? And as far as religious ideologies, you know what? It's, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. But there is also another one. Siwa. Which they basically say roughly translates to selfless service. And uh, going by one of the one of the articles, uh, they said it involves acting selflessly and helping others in a variety of ways without any reward or personal gain. And these are two very, very deeply held ideals from their religion. And they are they felt very strongly about it. And they asked their friends, their family, their religious leaders to help counsel them, to guide them through this, to try to figure out how do we reconcile these two? And after a lot of soul searching, they came up with the idea that protecting ourselves in order to help these people who need what we can do, we need to go ahead and we need to shave. We don't have a choice when it comes down to what is the right thing to do. Now, there are a lot of them who, by a lot of them, I mean a lot of other folks in other religious organizations, especially in the Sikh community, who have not done this and I can understand it's it's a really difficult thing to try to reconcile but I have to give these two brothers credit like crazy this could not been an easy decision to come by but ultimately they came to a decision that said our being able to help more people is more important than hair. I don't know what I can possibly say, except good job, gentlemen. Very good job. This episode, 310 on the docket, Your Honor. Filters be damned because, oh, oh, we, 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 we don't care tonight. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. And if you think that we're going to hold off, 
uh, just because we want to be nice about stuff. <laughs> Bullshit. Not going to happen. I did go looking up information for Reef Badawi. I have nothing new that I can uh, uh, that I can add. Nothing new that's uh, come across the uh, the various wires. So, as of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been seven years, ten months, twenty four days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes. Our hopes, our thoughts are still with you and your family. We are still waiting. Uh, I'm going to kind of come back around to that a little bit later, not specifically about Rafe, but we'll kind of deal with part of that in a little bit. But uh, the um, as an aside, by the way, uh, the information about those brothers uh, I will have in the show notes. So uh, anybody that wants to look up the information about them uh, will be uh, will be able to do that uh, at your leisure. If I got everything right. Yes, I got everything right on the screen again for a change. There we go. So. Guys, now is about a good enough time to go ahead and uh, run up the horrible scopes this week. So, how are we feeling for that right about now? Sure. Uh, yeah, I just have to pull it up. Yep, no worries. And uh, Dallin, you you know full well uh, where these are, so that's that's not going to be a problem. By the way, Google Docs. When when a Google Doc is uh, is shared, there are some some uh, there are little icons that show that there are people who are watching it without identifying them. I love some of the names that they give for them: anonymous Kiwi, anonymous Cheetah, anonymous Chipmunk. I had uh, an anonymous elephant octopus. I think is one that came up earlier. So you know, um, Google, you guys are weird. I like it. So thank you with that. So, ladies and gentlemen, th- your horrible scopes for this week. Please remember, if you do know what your astrological sign is, cool. If you don't, just make it up as you go along. It doesn't really much matter. So let me go ahead and kick you off this week. Aries, that outfit makes you look fat. Okay, just get over it. We're not saying that you are fat. It's just that Speedo makes everyone look fat when they put it on. Why are you trying on a Speedo anyway? You know the only reason you bought it was so you could brag that you had one. You know what? Fine. Congratulations. You can wear a Speedo. It still looks like crap on the rest of the population, though. So, whatever. <laughs> All right, Taurus. You will reach new heights of banality today. No, you're not going to be Bane in the next Batman Ark of Escape Xbox One exclusive release. But if you do a little extra studying, you just might understand the plateau you've surmounted. Remember, once you're at the top of the mountain, throwing yourself off the side doesn't change the fact that you made it to the top. Gemini. Normally we wouldn't make a suggestion like this, ever. But, seeing as how some areas got snow again... That'd be me. How about you try making your own eggnog? It's really not that hard. And you can spike it with that hooch you've been making in the garage. It's got enough alcohol to kill any bacteria in it, plus some spare brain cells as collateral damage. So go for it. Um, Cancer. Today today was your free free past day for the universe. No emergencies, no bad hair, no fender benders, and no phone calls asking about your car's warranty. 
Hell, you got away with everything today because of it. Let's hope you don't waste the remainder of the day. Better double check what time zone you're in and go for broke with the time you have left. True that, man. You know, uh, just just as an aside, I don't know about anybody else, but uh, my my number of of uh, spam phone calls, uh, yeah, there's there's nothing. I I like that. I like that. Leo, we know you're gullible sometimes, but seriously, <laughs> asking us to post bail for your trespass arrest isn't the worst of it. Claiming that you broke into Home Depot at 3 a.m. because you quote heard they needed to restock on stud finders, unquote. <laughs> no, man, just, just no. Alan, poke? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just have one of those days. Uh, Virgo. Virgo, right? Okay, Virgo. For all you Virgos who lived through the 80s, you can still identify hairspray brands by the sounds of the sprayer. Oh, no, sorry. For all you Virgos who lived through the 80s and can still identify hairspray brands by the sounds of the sprayer. How the hell didn't you all spontaneously combust when you went around the corner of the school to cop a smoke? Was it because you were too cheap to buy a Zippo and went with a Bic? If the photos from then are anything to go by, then, yeah, you were cheap. Libra, this is going to be weird, Libra, but we kind of feel a little responsible for your employment predicament. So this week, we'd like for you to become a horoscope writer. We'll turn over the job to you as soon as you're ready tonight. We'll give you the whole business right before the grand jury subpoena gets here. Oh, is it me? It is. Okay. Uh, Scorpio. Oh, that's short. Uh, we know you love jokes, telling all kinds of jokes. Why not try haiku? Long pause. Is I supposed to read that? No, but that's that's okay. It's <laughs> there, there, there's some there's some people who can actually I count to thirteen. It. Thank you. I thank you. For, thank you very much. <laughs> see, see, we, we know, know you love jokes. Yes. Telling all kinds of bad jokes. Why not try haiku? <laughs> there you go. Sagittarius. Good. Hey, I worked long and hard on that one. I actually had to count to... Sagittarius. The social influence you have on your friends is almost matched by your gravitational influence on them. If you're having a hard time conceptualizing this... Invite a physicist and a social scientist on a Zoom call and have them explain it to you. If you're lucky, someone eavesdropping on the call will get so pissed off, they'll break into the call and explain it in more clear terms. Capricorn. You know the old question, do the drapes match the carpet? How would you answer that when you've got hardwood floors or laminated wood flooring? Or maybe you do have carpeting, but no drapes. How does this translate? Uh, could you find out for us and let us know? Thanks. <laughs> now, any of you Guardians of the Galaxy fans out there, just think about a conversation between Star-Lord 
and Drax <laughs> on this very subject and how something like, like I could just hear Drax right now going through this with him and the, and the audience basically doing a weapons grade face palm in the theaters so loud that even socially distanced, it would still range uh, high decibels. You know, when I get a reaction like this, I know that I hit pay dirt. And I just keep digging deeper and deeper because that, that, whatever. Your turn. Here he is. Yeah, we expect that whole Age of Aquarius, let the sunshine in song joke gets really pretty annoying after a while. You want to piss someone right back with a horrible earworm? Ask them if they know the song Let the Sunshine In by Pebbles and Bam Bam. Just remember that this is a hand grenade earworm. Do not go looking up the song yourself. You'll have it explode and hurt you instead of someone else. You have been warned. Mm-hmm. And Joseph, you pull up the end. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you've put it off too long already. It's time to have a garage sale. You haven't needed fluorescent underwear since college. Those Gary Busey trading cards aren't in mint condition anyway. The pillowcase with the blood stain on it, shaped like Jesus, is just a knockoff reproduction. And would you please get rid of that god-awful Black Sabbath shirt? If someone licked it, they would turn into a zombie. The world sucks it up with one Rob Zombie. We don't need another. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. No backseats, uh, 15% restocking fee, and if you didn't like the one that you got, uh, you, you got nobody to blame except your parents. It's tough. It doesn't really much matter. If you want to try to figure out what your astrological sign is, don't. Just, just don't. No. Don't. Doesn't matter. Trust me, just just doesn't matter. There's a there's a Bill Murray reference in there somewhere. People can go ahead and have fun with that one. Anyway, so let me start off by mentioning or coming back around to something that I mentioned earlier. Being worried about Reef Badawi reminded me of a story that I read earlier, where they were trying to figure out what's going on with other jails. I remember seeing a thing about uh, a women's prison, if I remember right, where there's um, uh, shy of 300 uh, inmates. And they tested and found about uh, 90% infectious rate, uh, in infection rate currently, or more. So, um, good. That's, that's, that's good. That's great. Well done. Something tells me that somewhere... Somebody is going to finally say, um, yeah, this is starting to fall under the cruel and unusual treatment category. So, uh, yeah, let's get some of these people out because they don't need to be. It's my two cents on that one. Considering the infection rate with all this shit, this is just, yeah, well done. Well done, everybody. So, yeah, but I just saw a story where in Arkansas prisons, 
that people who have tested positive to COVID are still being forced to work at the prisons. Brilliant. Isn't it? I'm trying to remember where the uh, the one meat plant that I saw was. I think it was a Tyson chicken, I think. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where they got uh, anonym, anonymous, anonymous. What's the word for it? When, when they take data and they strip out all the information so you can't figure Anonymized? out. Anonymized? Thank you. You know, maybe I should have gone ahead and gotten some. I don't know, booze, at least then I'd have an excuse. Some They got anonymized data, thank you, from cell phone usage of people, the 200 or so people that work in the, in the plant, and tracked to find out from their cell data where they ended up in the course of a month. Yeah, their data showed that they ended up going from, uh, from the one from the one town uh, where the hell it was in Indiana could be, I forget exactly where it was and they made their way from sea to shining sea and on both sides of the border well done being worried that, no, these people are getting infected from outside of work they're they're fine inside when they're all collected together in one place yeah, and then the second you mentioned the term contact tracing to anybody in the United States Oh, yeah. uh, everybody loses their fucking mind. Yeah. I'm, because more freedom, more yeah. fetish. And that's really what it is. Yeah. Like, look, I, I'm all what for liberty. I, I, I'm all for rights. But for fuck's sakes, guys, the, the, the fetishistic levels to which the, to which a lot of Americans take it is disturbing. You know, when it's freedom over compassion, freedom over empathy, Freedom over just a little bit of altruism. And it's just, guys, like quite literally, look, I've, in the years I've been on this show, I've learned a lot about the American political landscape. I've learned about things like states' rights Mm -hmm. and how each state is a thing unto itself and that's how it works but honestly what i'm seeing these days is almost every person is a city state unto themselves at least that's the sense of entitlement i get from some people not not everybody you know there there actually are some people out there who are well pretty cool you know, there's everybody on this panel. There's a lot of people, you know, Thursday, Friday nights, uh, even Sundays, uh, sometimes in Second Life. There are some friends on Facebook who, yeah, they're, they're fairly good people. Some guys on Twitter, fairly good people. They get it. They're also, yeah, there's also a lot of assholes. A lot of these self-entitled people. A lot of people who are just, Wow. Like you, you look at these people and go like, please tell me you have not bred yet so that we can, uh, remove your sequence from the human gene pool. Yeah. Joseph, you, you, you were trying to butt in there. Yeah. Sorry about that. 
Oh, I, I had a question. Uh, uh, you were talking, what started this off was, uh, you used a term, uh, contact testing? Oh, contact tracing. Um, tracing, sorry. Yeah, th this is something that um, I think it's happening in China or South Korea. Um, and what it is, it's, it's being able to sort of track where you go, um, like if you've been tested or if you've been found positive, um, they can sort of track where you've gone so that if, if a hotspot flares up, they can see, you know, they can kind of understand what your movements were and, and act on or possibly predict where a hotspot might occur. Okay. You know, it's, it's a little bit of, it's sort of a preventative maintenance thing, which on the surface, it sounds pretty good, but the second you get these more freedom people in. Well, uh, okay. To be fair, fine. The once upon a time, when we were dealing with the whole all you needed to do in the 60s for your free love was uh, get a couple of shots of penicillin because you know you, you had the drips, yeah, you know, you, you had to you had to go ahead and oh, who'd you have? Uh, Who'd you have uh, contact with? Who'd you have sex with? Well, we're over at uh, Dan and Dan and Marie's, and uh, I mean, it was a dark room. All right, fine. Let them know. Let them t call everybody else. They can go to their clinics. All right, fine. You know, nice and simple by comparison. But then again, you know, with sexually transmitted diseases, it was one of those things where you would, generally speaking, know who you were in contact with. Generally speaking. And then you started to deal with, well, when HIV came on the scene, and uh, again, you were infectious while asymptomatic, so it made it a lot more difficult, so it had a different level of social stigma to it. But it was still a quote-unquote voluntary infection, if you will, for the most part. And now we've got a situation where it is an involuntary infection. You have no way of knowing. There is no way of knowing who you could have been in contact with or where, because where were you for the last uh, two weeks? Shit, I'm lucky enough I know what I had for dinner tonight. So, okay. Trace back anonymous data for the most part. And for the public safety, getting specialized information is the right thing to do in this specific situation. And that's where the problem comes in, where Dallin, all these people suddenly just go absolutely bananas. To a certain point, I get it, because once you have power, why would you ever give that power up again? And is that's where is the paranoia yeah. factor yeah but it, it's also i think there's a fair bit of truth to that too though there is where and, and this is where you know they um where a lot of state governments are yelling and screaming that they or, or people are demanding that the government suddenly get certain power to curtail people or to force certain things or to dictate um, 
things like the, the, the stay at home, for instance, like there, and all I'm saying is that if certain governments get that power, you have no idea what the consequences of that are going to be. Namely, they're not going to let that go. And a lot of these governments that have a much more, um, Okay, you know what? I'll, I'll just say it. much more of a communist focus, because there are some govern, there are some political leaders who want a communist style regime in in America. Even though I, they I, they might not out and out say it, but you look at the policies that they're supporting, and yeah, this is starting to feel like you know, I'm getting a Soviet vibe here. I think totalitarianism is uh yeah, like totalitarian authoritarian uh, dictatorship style you know what I mean yeah let, let yeah, me... but like deciding for other people yeah basically a few deciding for many yeah well that that isn't always a bad thing it's as with all things it really depends it's as to always a bad thing not always Bridget how many doctors are there by oh. comparison to the general public? I have I'm no not, idea. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I have to unpackage that bit. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And forgive me for being a little bit of a dick about it. Uh, don't worry about it. Um, but you, you understand where um, I'm going I, with that. Well, well yeah. fewer doctors now because some of them have been fired or had their hours cut. Oh, well, a doctor's one thing. Well, okay, okay. But a doctor, but a doctor cannot throw you in jail for wrong think. A doctor yeah. cannot have you shot for speaking out against medical policy. Okay. This is this is what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is that if you start giving too much power to a government for whatever reason, if it's in the name of keeping people safe, there are going to be a lot of Rafe Badawis on American soil. Oh, we've already had that. Uh, no, but, and, and this is what I'm worried about. If you've already had it, you don't want it again. But some people, and some people in very high political power situations, want it. Joseph? Yeah, there's, uh, we're lumping a lot of things together or making one situation out of... I mean, it's more complex than that. I mean, um, if you have a huge population, a greater part of the population in a state of ignorance, and uh, they're actually, um, their behavior is demonstrably doing harm, yeah, the urge to decide for them um, would be great, but there's another question to consider. Are they actually um, participating? Do they have a say in the matter? I mean, are they trying to have a say in the matter? Yeah, there's a... It's horribly complex. There's, if somebody can think for themselves or won't think for themselves, um, thinking for them, I do not want to think for somebody else, but that is under the condition that they can think for themselves. Yeah, fair enough point. 
Um, and and everybody uh, who's listening, yes, uh, we understand. Uh, Joseph, the uh, the connection that we've got for you for your voice is kind of scratchy and and spotty right at the moment. Uh, so if if it's if it's a little tough for us to try to pick you out, uh, please forgive me. I'll there's not much I can really do, but I'm keeping I'm keeping watching what's going on. So you know, okay. we understand. Let me know what it happens. And, uh... Yeah, fair enough. But uh, there there is something to be said for that. Um, Bridget and I can can both attest that you know uh, after the. I, I I hate using the expression, but it's the only one that, that actually gets it across. After the terror attacks of September 11th of 2001, you know, mass transit was impacted in ways that we simply did not see and, and would not have expected and the vast majority of that stuff has been, well, kept in place and not rescinded, like was kind of said was going to have happened that way. So we've had people who've been pulled out of line for um, enhanced screenings, I guess is the, the best way of putting it, for air travel and buses and trains and all that stuff and it's it's been a less than it sorry it's been a less than 100% success rate where it comes to only pulling the bad people out of line right mhm i get pulled out every single time well it's cuz you're a pain in the ass half the time who are you kidding i guess <laughs> i don't try to be it's just really yeah. annoying i always get swapped for explosives can't imagine why <laughs> And you know, if if we want to talk about, um, oh, yes, sir. Yeah, uh, this is going back to um, this is going back to uh, well, something I've talked about before about um, when people tend to when they expect a reaction from other people like. Responding and then you've got the automatic meditation with those. And somehow a non critical thinker is able to identify a critical thinker and label them as um code liar different. It's just kind of eerie to see this behavior pattern. Okay, I'm not sure that I got uh, enough this time out uh, for that one. This time out was really, really, uh, really difficult to to hear. Oh, sorry about that. No, no, it it te- technology happens like this sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm doing my damnedest to shut everything down in the background. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I was just alluding to something I talk about quite often. And, um, you've got people who react, and then you've got people who think 
you know, if you say something to them, you've got to react to them. And, and people who will actually consider what you're saying. And in today's world, it seems a bit odd to actually think about something that you think is automatically reacting to it. I think I got enough about that. Um, okay, look it. I'm going to shut everything down. <laughs> and I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm having an emergency No worries. Take take your time. We'll be here. No worries. See, this is this is what happens sometimes. You know, no worries. Um There is uh there is something that did happen on our side of the border, uh very specifically. Uh Dallin, I know that you've probably uh we've probably talked about this one on on separate occasions before too uh, so uh, you probably know a little bit about this one but uh bridget and i know this one all too well the what's been typically referred to as the tylenol scare of the mm-hmm. 80s uh, i i've forgotten exactly what year it was it really doesn't much matter but um like I said, I don't remember the exact year, but uh, how how much of the event do you remember? Um, there were two or three bottles of Tylenol that had been tampered with, and it caused a poisoning, and people lost their shit and started triple-sealing everything. I remember the commercials. Um, the a rep from, from Tylenol, uh, or the company, came out and they were talking about uh, the new measures they'd taken uh, glued or a- adhesive tips or uh, adhesive lids so that the cardboard box that the bottle came in was sealed. Uh, then there was a seal around the lid. And then I think the lid was one of those childproof lids that, you know, you have to push to turn. Like basically they Fort Knox that damn thing. Yeah, they did. They also got rid of an entire style of Tylenol at the time. The gel cap. Uh, Sorry, no. It was the... It was the capsule. It it was the plastic, or the... uh, It was dissolvable plastic, or not plastic, but material. Gel. You could actually open up. No, you could actually open these up and the powder was inside. No, no, no. no. You you misunderstand. The capsule itself, Mm -hmm. that casing was gelatin. That's okay. that. That's what the material was, and yeah. yet the idea was that you could open it up, which looked really great for commercials. But nobody in their right mind would ever actually do that. You just look pop it, it the down. The only yeah, the, the only capsule I ever saw that looked good when you open it was Contact C, because it mm. had all the little beads in it, kind of like um, oh god, I saw a twenty two bullet that actually did the same thing. If Joey was on, we could actually talk to him about it. Yeah. But that, that was pretty much the same way that uh, Tylenol was. And they simply discontinued that style entirely. They went to solid pills, and that was it. Now, as far as to the number of bottles that were uh, tampered with, I don't remember how many that was, but I can name for you the number of fatalities, and I can tell you where they were. It was seven it was seven people in and around the area of Chicago. Seven. And the entire food industry packaging 
has been changed ever since. Now, to put this into perspective, like Dallin said, things changed completely. Safety measures were put into place. And to be fair about it, there were some good ideas that were put into place. Making sure that nobody could tamper with the stuff again. Very good thing. I'm I'm pretty sure we would all agree. I would much rather know full well that I was getting... I, uh, okay, for those of you on the other side of the water, paracetamol. I know, shut up. As opposed to, you know, um, getting a rat's head in my bottle. I mean, fair. But... Yeah, is it a little is it a little bit too much? You know what? I don't know that it's not. I don't know that it is. All I know is that's what they went with and grand scheme, so far it's been pretty damn successful. I mean, there hasn't been another seven people in uh, one city dead from product tampering. So okay. You know, not bad. Pretty good track record there. That's that's pretty good. But as somebody else has pointed out, um, we are now fast approaching having another September 11th death count per day in this country. And it's just the cost of doing business or that's kind of the way that it's feeling to be sounding right about now we just got uh, just got rejoined I'm just moving names around so that everything looks right on screen for everybody Joey just joining us over here from uh, Ohio how you doing man you know when I was when I was complaining about uh Overpopulation a few years back when we were first were starting this show, um, wasn't that yet? No, we 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 got you. See, down see, this is what happens, man. You 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 mention the poor boy in a twenty-two, and up he pops. <laughs> All we need to do is just got, get him get him a red leotard and it, it finish off that whole mantra right there. I was having a bit of a nap, please. Can't imagine why. Uh, because I was fucking tired, that's why. That's good reason. <clears throat> that's good also, reason. I apologize if I slipped in and out of voices. Uh, oh, okay. And I just, I just found what I was looking for, or what I was talking about. I was uh, DMing my second session of a D and D campaign earlier today, so I do apologize if I slip in out of, slip in and out. Perfectly understandable. So long as you don't, so long as you don't start um, summoning any eldritch gods, you know it's perfectly fine. Which I don't even know if that would necessarily be the worst thing that we've heard this day. So you know, well, whatever the death count is for the day, tack on seventeen goblins, three wolves, and one very. Uh, sad and disturbed bugbear who's had s- the absolute snot knocked out of him. He's, he's not dead. But. Okay. 
keep that in mind. I'm sorry, you say bugbear, and I'll, 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 I'm, I'm just there's an episode yeah. of My Little Pony, and I, I don't know that anybody cares, but you know. No, I think I think I know what you're referencing because somebody had brought that up because they had no idea what a bugbear was, and I was very much of the. Uh, it, it, it had confused me quite a lot as well. It's fine. When I first heard the name. It's fine. Yeah. So I pulled up um, the map from John Hop- Johns Hopkins. Mm. Um, and actually, if any of you guys follow um, Thunderfoot's other channel, The Voice of Thunder... Uh, he's doing a daily um, coronavirus video to track what's going on and to talk about things that have happened in the news lately and answer questions that he can and stuff. Um, so looking right now, and this is as of today, um, worldwide, there are confirmed uh, 4,024,973 cases. United States... 1,309,541. So roughly roundabouts one quarter of all the confirmed cases are in the, the U.S. Uh, global deaths, 279,321. Uh, 78,794 deaths are in the U.S. And Kind of like what Stephanie was saying, uh, the the UK is not that far behind, relatively speaking, with just under 32,000 deaths. Um, And I mean, hell, in Canada, we've got confirmed uh, 68,918 cases uh, and just under 5,000 deaths. So, I mean... This shit's a monster, man. Yeah. Yeah. And um and Bridget helping me out here. Uh I'm admittedly I don't have all the greatest numbers or anything like this, but uh if if some of the numbers that I've seen so far, as far as two fatalities are concerned, I'm seeing somewhere in the vicinity of globally, somewhere in the vicinity of fifteen percent mortality now again uh, um, yeah about 16 16 percent yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'm futzing a little bit because i a relatively round number at least a, a simple number is is yeah pretty as far impressive. as like the closed uh you know the closed cases which had an outcome which is either you know recovered or dead uh 16 percent death rate We um, we have a hard time conceptualizing this sometimes. I mean, you you start talking about anything in excess of you know a hundred people, you know it it gets really really tough to try to figure that. Yeah. But um, you know what? Um, I need a calculator for a second. Because I, I want to, I want to put this, this into a perspective that uh, we can kind of understand. 
um, going by going by fifteen percent, just just for argument's sake. The first year that I was I was told go to Anthrocon, it was roughly five thousand people. Roughly five thousand people. Running the numbers really quickly. A roughly 15% mortality on that convention that I went to would put it at 750 people. Mm -hmm. I can't conceptualize that. I I, I really can't. And that's, I I think that's one of the things that we're dealing with um, is the the magnitude of lives this thing has taken so far. It's, I I think a lot of minds are being blown as a result. I mean, it's the only way I can, it's the only way I can describe it is that people are like, I'm looking at this like, um, New York, New York state, uh, 26,000 deaths so far. That's an awful lot of people. Yeah, I'm you trying know? to remember. Um, believe it. Okay, this is going to sound stupid for a second, but I'm trying to find out because uh, my my memory on this is really, really, really bad. I'm trying to remember how many people I graduated with from high school, and if mem- I, I'm I'm vaguely remembering. A number of four hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Long Island is is a lot of is a lot of folks over there. I don't remember how many it was. However, if if the number was as I'm remembering it, whether I'm remembering it right or not, was about four hundred and thirty three. I, I I could be wrong. Most likely am. That would mean out of my graduating class, of which there have already been deaths. 65 people. That's two classrooms worth of kids. Yeah. And, you know, never mind, never mind the percentages for a couple of seconds. Let's talk about one number in particular. Five. There is was a kid five years old gone gone because he he got this damn bug perfectly preventable right now all right I, I take that back not perfectly preventable but preventable and how do you lay how do you lay blame at somebody's feet for something like this I mean if it was somebody that was an uh, an anti-vaxxer I mean shit that'd be easy but we know full well right now there is no such thing as an anti-vaxxer on this because there is no vaccination well okay I'm gonna stop you right there well no you're right. There is no vaccine for this. 
But man, the crackpots are coming out of the woodwork. It's a different animal. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. You're right. Different animal on this one. But we've seen it memefied and going around right now. For those of you that are anti-vax, this is the world that you're looking to to advocate for, where we're missing one specific vaccination. This is the world that you want? Really? Congratulations. Yeah. Different, uh, uh, different, uh, a different road getting there, but the same wheels are turning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Misinforma- misinformation either way, but yeah. Um, again, I'm going to go back to, uh, one of my heroes or, or one of the guys I follow on YouTube, uh, say what you will about him, but, uh, he, he's definitely got a, um, he's got a voice in all of this. Um, and I mentioned it before on the show, Jeff holiday. Mm. Uh, he just recently did his wingnut roundup, which is a monthly live stream that he does, uh, where he, he talks about a lot of these crackpots. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Jillian Epperly, the old Jilly Juice lady. Mm-hmm. Did you know that a stroke, uh, Bridget, you're going to love this one. I, I hope you're sitting down. I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> Did you know that a stroke is an upgrade for your body? No shit. That when you get sick, your your body is undergoing the Windows upgrade. Oh, and sweet. And, and if you make it out the other side, you are stronger. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did did you say if? Well, yeah. Okay. That's it's you know a, a, a stroke is not exactly what I would call a rite of passage. No. Although she would. Um. Then there was another so guy. All these thirty-year-olds are getting strokes from COVID now. That's actually a great thing. Oh, it's it's an upgrade. Because, you know, when they get on the other side of it, they, they, they will be stronger. Their bodies will be more uh, attuned to whatever. Oh, my God. Okay, you know what? I, I can't keep this up anymore. <laughs> um, and, and then there was another guy. Uh, they call him the Detox Dude. Uh, now, I've mentioned him before because I actually have a T-shirt based on something he once said. Uh, that your chi is stored in the balls. Oh, yeah. I have that T-shirt, ladies and gentlemen, and I wear it proudly. Just not tonight because it's uh, well, it's hanging to dry right now. Anyways, uh, he's saying that there is no virus, that that, that COVID nineteen doesn't exist, and that it's all uh, it's all a hoax. Uh, there's this one Australian guy I can't remember his name uh, saying very much the same thing, and a whole bunch of religious leaders saying the same damn thing down here. Oh, God, and you've got, oh, and have you seen Dark Matter's latest uh, latest cartoon? I have not yet. Okay, he's got Kenneth Copeland in his crosshairs. Oh, the, is The, the is, guy that, you know, blowing the breath of God yeah. on the coronavirus. Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you if this was the blowjob guy. Okay, that's, that's yep. fine. 
Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's gay. Uh, he could be, and we just don't know. He could be bisexual. We don't know. Would it matter? I mean, if, hey, uh, hold on. Well. Hold on. He's a religious leader. Um, chances are, if he's homophobic, well, I'm the law of averages there. Well, you know, I, I, I will invoke. Uh, okay, I'm actually I'm inventing this. I'm invoking the photo principle. Uh, coming in. Yep. Okay. Uh, again, many of us on Facebook, we follow the man. The the, the t- in two words, Dave motherfucking Foda. Correct. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. it. That's yes. right. Yeah, uh, got to address him properly. That's right. Now, one thing I notice he does post a lot of because I've almost made a drinking game out of this at this point. Uh, homophobic priest caught abusing young boys. Uh, he seems to post a lot of these. So if, if you run Copeland, like if, if he is homophobic and he does quote Leviticus, if you run that through the photologic engine, Probably he's going to kill me. If he ever hears this, uh, love you, Dave, <laughs> uh, chances are, uh, Copeland and that dude that he's, and that dude who echoes him. I'm probably getting a little hot and heavy in a hotel room, if you know what I mean. And I clearly have not imbibed enough alcohol to get that out of my head yet. Wrongly homophobic to uh, actually being gay. There you go. I think it's a self-loathing kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So if... If Copeland is one of those people, chances are... He's he's batting for that other team. It's, Again, it's entirely possible. I ain't gonna judge. I mean, I definitely don't judge. I mean, you do you. But just be honest. Yeah, hey, death protest too much. Yeah, because if you're if you're speaking out against it, but you're you're actually it. Uh, you're a, you're a really bad human being. Well, a lot of these folks are anyway, so you know, whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, final nail in the coffin and all, but but still, you know. Yeah, and um, so. Stephanie's got a good uh, a good couple of points over there, uh, and I'm kind of gonna gotta go backwards a little bit. Uh, the last one I heard of said that it did not exist and has died of it. Yeah, we've we've got a number of. Preachers, pastors who are doing exactly that kind of thing. Oh, hell, we're we're getting people in the White House now who are testing positive. Yeah. That's that's another thing, and that's kind of going to fall into this one also, because she'd also said, don't forget that the UK figures are about half of the real figures. Our government is refusing to test or keep proper records. Funny how that kind of goes over this side. Is that because if if you start doing that, you're considered like an istophobe or something like that, or you're uh, you're not being politically correct because you're infringing on something? Uh, no, yes, people. No, it makes the numbers look bad if you have more cases. Yep. Yeah. And that's all that is. Yeah, and, and you know what that's called? That's called losing trust. Mm-hmm. You know, China 
is specializing in this kind of thing. Oh, don't even, we don't even need to go there. We don't, we don't, uh, no, hold, hold I'm just thought. throwing an example up here, no, Your Honor. That's fair, but we, we can, we can go to something that's a lot easier to go ahead and quantify and research because it's very public. When out in California way, a cruise ship wanted to finally disembark like it was supposed to. And they were told, uh, hold off a little bit, because if you've got people who are sick over there, if we know that you've got these people who are sick and we bring them into the rest of the population, well, we know full well that we now have new sick people in the population. Well, that 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 just doesn't look good because those numbers then start to peak. And that's 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 bad. That's a bad thing to have numbers for. So yes. you you keep everybody over there and, and you know tend to them all nice nice and run out of supplies and it's it's all good for us because our numbers are fine then. Why am I starting to to think about the plot line for the first Jaws movie? Exactly. There there are people who've made that analogy and it's yeah. not without merit. No 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 I I, I realize that. And I, I can get away with that because uh, Amity, Amity Beach is actually pretty close. Okay. You've heard of the Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. It was actually in a town called Amityville, which is very close to where I grew up on Long Island. And yes, so Amity Beach, Amityville, yeah, there's probably a reason why there was a, a very very similar names but that's that's oh. that's me then again you know i can also get away with saying I, I grew up a couple of towns away from hicksville even though we were out in the you know out in the suburbs of new york city but you know who, who in the hell thinks about that yeah i'm sorry that was just a whole other thing um stephanie is is you know they're trying to pretend they're doing all they can Unfortunately for them, the scientists have got together and are providing the real figures. They check expected deaths from previous years with actual deaths now. Yeah. You know, that's the problem, isn't it? Where numbers of ignorance... Sorry, let me me reword that. Numbers reported and generated through ignorance are supposed to be the official tally versus having actual properly vetted information. Jeez. It's amazing what happens when people let vanity get in front of stuff. You know? Well, vanity... Politics, um, in some cases, economics. Um, oh, this is vanity entirely right now. Yeah. As far as, as Lord, oh, wait a minute. Uh, help me out here. Uh, Lord Dampnut? Was that, was that what it's supposed to be? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Lord, Lord Dampnut, this, this whole thing about what numbers are real and what numbers are being reported and, we don't want to have more testing because then we're going to have more accurate numbers and those numbers are good. Uh, yeah. Lord Dampnut is, 
intentionally keeping that from being actually counted properly because it's vanity, because poll numbers, because statistics make them look bad. Like that's going to stop it. I'm just waiting for somebody to finally say, you know what? I, you want to fire me? Tough. I'm going to get this out. Uh, I'm going to get this out on the air before you can shut me down. And what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to, you're going to demonetize us. Guess what? We don't make any. No, I'm, I'm thinking more along the lines of uh, people who are working in government positions of authority who've got access to proper information, who can just say, you know what, um, you don't want me to do something? Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Uh, hey, listen, all that information you didn't want out? Yeah, here it is. Oh, Wall Street Journal? Good, you can have a copy. And USA Today? You can have a copy. And Reuters? You can have a copy. And uh, AP? You can have a copy. Oh, they're not supposed to have it. Oh, oh well. Let me let me find that bottle to put the genie back. In. Mm. Darn. Yeah. By the way, as a complete aside, uh, I found out it is possible to buy a uh, a title. You know, like uh, dame and sir, uh, a knighthood. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna investigate that and see if we can get sir. Dave motherfucking Foda as an official thing and, and find out what his birthday is and see if we can get that for him. That would, I think that would be lovely. Oh. Well, if you can get him a sir, but you can probably get him a baron or a lord. Oh, God. Lord <laughs> Dave motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the... Uh, uh, I can't remember what it is what exactly it qualifies as possibly the principality of uh zealand i don't hmm. know but the one i'm looking at is from uh zealand uh, from uh, o- o- ocean i forget where the hell it is anyway um we offer a 90 day 100% no quibble money back guarantee if you're not totally su- satisfied with your order or changed your mind return it to us within 90 days and we will refund your title <laughs> Yep. Principality uh, of Sealand. Yep. Sealand. Yep. Uh, you know what we should do? We should we should make him a viscount. Just because he would have to actually think about how to spell the goddamn title. Just to <laughs> piss him off. Dave, you sound like you're it's is that is that a title or is that the, the is that the name of your lubricant company? I, I don't. I don't know. There's a. There's a thing. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, let's let's see. You can become a uh, sir or dame for ninety nine point nine nine pounds. Um, you can get the premium, which has a framed uh, certificate signed by Prince Michael, for an extra fifteen pounds. Um. <laughs> Um, Got it. Duke Dave. You can get... uh, For another 15 pounds, you can get a Sealand Noble Identification Card. And, yeah, for another 20 pounds, you can add a uh, small piece of Sealand Territory. Yes, if memory serves, it's a one square foot. 
Um, I don't like this idea. It it should actually be in metric, but I mean, maybe they're actually measuring it by size twelve. Who knows? I don't know. Whatever. So there you go. Fifteen hundred pounds. That's 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 a bit much. I mean, I like them in all, but I don't know that I like them that much. Uh, no, not fifteen hundred. No, I'm, I'm I'm looking at the Lord of the Manor uh, oh. for for a which which one was this? Uh, a Maquis. Could be a, a Marquis or a, a Prince Marchioness. Yeah, actually, Joseph, help me out on this one. Marquis, Marquis is that not? Uh, French for Prince? Oh. Um, I don't know. I'm exactly sorry I'm breaking up. Yeah, unfortunately, you still are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'll pull the hand in the next hmm. Yeah, according to this, uh, originating from the old French Marchese. Uh, I I know I'm butchering it. Uh, Screw you. It it is a term of uh, it, it is rank of nobility that is immediately below the level of a duke and above a count. Oh, we can't make him a count. We can't because I I would I would constantly be looking over at him and just ah 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 he would kill me. I ah, would die a ah, very ah. very very unhappy person. Very fulfilled, but very, very unhappy person. That you know, whatever. Sorry, derailed. It happens. Mm. Tough shit. I don't care. This has been your completely useless fact for the day. Yes, it has. But I'm keeping that website for later because I want to look that up. Yeah. What's uh? No, I mean, the amount of misinformation that's going on over this whole thing. You know. On one side, you've got people covering up numbers. On the other side, you've got hospitals padding testing lines with their own staff because they're not busy. CBS got called out for this recently. Okay, I'll Apparently, admit I'm 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 in the dark about this one at the moment. Yeah, th- this was something that uh, that I ran across uh, earlier this week. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, here it is. Um, from the Washington Post. Uh, oh, fuck off. Washington Post has been uh, pissing off oh, the president left, well, right, and center recently. Yeah, but they're also paywalled, so... Anyways, um, you familiar with Project Veritas? That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, the, the, this guy... These guys are... Be, they are mainstream media's worst enemy right now because they get in there and they get the stories. Um, they use like hidden cameras and stuff like that. And then they, they, they post it and it's, these guys tear down a lot of media stories that have been, uh, pardon the pun, trumped up. I got you. Yeah. Um, and recently there was, this happened in Michigan 
Uh, apparently, there was a, 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 a COVID testing facility, and CBS wanted to do a, a, a story using that particular one, but it was very not busy. And it turned out that I believe it was the hospital itself actually sent some of its staffers out there to pad the line to make it look busier than it actually was. So this is what I'm talking about where we're seeing a conflict is that, or, or where we're seeing sort of both sides happening is that you've got places that, you know, are having trouble with PPE or, you know, like Stephanie's talking about, but then in other places you've got, you know, cases where hospitals are not as full as they expected. That ship, the comfort is gone. A lot of the field hospitals in the New York area are being torn down because they're not being used. Now, some people say it's because of, you know, the, the social distancing and the lockdowns and stuff like that. Um, but what a lot of people are thinking is that uh, the, the curve might be flat enough that uh, if a spike happens, the current medical facilities will be able to handle it. Now, now again, this is just stuff I'm reading. No, I got you. You know, I got you. And in other states, it could be a completely different story. You know, I, I don't know for certain, but I'm just, I'm just offering what I'm seeing. No, I got you. What, what, I, what I've seen. So, uh, let me see if I can find a link for you for the show notes. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, and, um, for what it's worth, Bridget, if I remember right, uh, I, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I just typed about it for, uh, for Stephanie. Uh, this past week, there were some medical folks that were in the Oval Office and talking with the reporters and Lord Dampnut was there. And one of the one of the medical people, I don't remember if she was a doctor, she was a nurse, whatever it was, she was in the medical, doesn't matter, and had uh, mentioned about how PPE, you know, they were, you know, they were doing okay but they were overcoming, they were adapting, you know, they were doing what was necessary in order to make sure that, you know, they got what it was that they were, you know, what what the staff needed in order to operate. And Lord Dampnot was just like, well, of course, you know, there wasn't any kind of problem with getting stuff uh, with all these other places and whatnot. And it, oh, no, you're right, sir. Everything, everything was perfectly fine for us. And, and the whole, did, did you see that fiasco? Yeah. Please tell me that um, you needed to swallow some buttermilk to coat the inside of your throat from throwing up all the way up into your sinuses. Like me. It's, it's like, how do you argue with a nurse who is saying, well, we do still have a problem. We're having to reuse stuff, and that's not really a good thing. Yeah, and, and you know, the the idea of the idea of a medical facility not having, for lack of a better way of putting it, not having customers, that's, oh my son of a bitch, tell me I'm wrong on this. People complaining that there are medical facilities that are not getting customers, again, forgive me the terminology for a second, for whatever reason, in the middle of a global pandemic like this, and people complaining about these places being empty for the time being, 
tell me that the Venn diagram of people who are complaining that, oh, places got snow today in, in the early part of in the early part of May. Oh, look at this whole global warming thing that's not happening here. Tell me this Venn diagram isn't a complete overlapping circle one on top of the other. Because people don't understand. Well, if they had not shut everything down, then all of the hospitals would have been overwhelmed. And a lot of counties don't even have hospitals at all. And then you've got uh, places like uh, here in uh, one of the nearby towns. I've talked about this one uh, is East Aurora. Yes, people can go ahead and they can look this up. I got no problem with that. East Aurora, New York. It's the home of of uh, Fisher Price. They had a spike in number of reported COVID cases because they finally got tests back from one of the aged, forgive me, assisted uh, assisted uh, living centers old folks home, retirement villages, whatever you want to call it. I don't care. You get the general idea where 90%, I think, of the combined staff and residents tested positive. And suddenly there's a huge spike because of that. Where are these folks going to go? I mean, yeah, you could keep them there, but... um. You tell me what would what would you do? What can you really do? I mean, you can you can put them on more pure oxygen to help them breathe, but uh older folks dealing with a flu in the first place, never mind this this monster energy drink version of it. I mean, they're going to be hurting. I ain't going to lie. They're pretty well going to be hurting them and the staff. And the people complaining because some of these facilities are empty. What are you going to do? You're going you're gonna to transfer these people around? Is that really safe? Bridget, you tell, you, you tell me. You've got somebody who's on a ventilator. Um, are you really going to transfer them to a new facility? No. Who Not as long as they're on the ventilator. Nope. No. No. And... Joe, you've you've seen enough uh, uh, enough medical stuff to to understand who gets moved furthest when there is a medical thing. Least injured. Well, mil- militarily speaking, it's actually a little different, but uh, the ones who are least critical, put it that way. And a uh, perfectly valid way of putting it. And why? Because they're the ones that can handle getting moved best. That's 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 triage, man. Who needs to be helped here? Because if you move them somewhere else, they're not going to make it. Who can survive getting moved to a new location? Go. Get get the fuck out of our hair. Let us work on the people that we've got because these are the people that can't go anywhere else because they're going to die. 
And people want to play fucking politics with the economy, with poll numbers, with what the history books are going to say later, you know, two weeks from now. It just... I don't usually say it, but I'm going to say it. As far as I'm concerned, it is completely unconscionable. How many of us are waiting to hear that the absolute tippy top of the ladder is being sent to the hospital because they can't breathe? I'm expecting it. I'm expecting by the end of this month that there will be a transfer of power at the highest level of my government. That's what I'm expecting. And I'm expecting that that's probably going to happen twice or even three positions for exactly the same damned reason. That should prove to be interesting. And if I called it, you know, hey, it is what it is. I did kind of flood our uh, chat with a a few links. Um, One was kind of, uh, I I don't know how good this particular source is, but uh, they kind of went three in one um, for about the COVID-19 testing, uh, the whole thing about Pence, which Jimmy Kimmel, I never liked you before. I like you even less now. Look, I don't like Pence. I think he's a dick. And I'm being nice. Mm. But he's got enough crap going on in terms of a bad personality and everything else. I mean, Bridget can attest to this. That some hack like Jimmy Kimmel doesn't need to um, fake something or pull something out of context to make him any worse than he already is. Yeah. If you check out some of these articles, uh, just... Are we talking about the um, the, the photo op? Thing? Yeah. No, the empty box thing. Yeah, well, that's 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 what I'm referring no, to. No, th- th- this one's different. Uh, apparently, he was helping to... Uh, uh, he, w- he, was helping lo- er, he was helping transfer some PPE from one place to another. And Kimmel took a clip of a hot mic recording completely out of context to make it look like Pence was doing nothing more than hauling empty boxes as a photo op. And you know what they say, a lie will make it all the way around the world before the truth even ties up its laces. And USA Today actually fact-checked it and said Kimmel was just being a shithead. Like okay. I said, I will have to. Personal- yeah, Pence has enough personality flaws as it is right now. He doesn't need any help making himself look like more of an ass than he already is. You know? Okay, I will. I will have to read that one. I'll yeah. have to read that one. Uh, I. He, 
I will say this much, though. For somebody in his position to even be joking about something like that on a mic. Never, you know what? Never mind. I'll take that part out. Even joking about something like that at this time is it's exceptionally poor taste. I mean, we've got poor taste. We've got black humor sometimes, but there's a time and a place right now. Uh, joking about making it a photo op is that that's just that's just wrong. I repeat, the guy's got enough character flaws as it is already. He doesn't need any help. Oh, I know. Especially from somebody who I haven't found funny since he used to do the man show with Adam Carolla. No, and and I'm I'm not I'm not defending him. I'm very much I'm very much making it making it of that's not something to be making jokes about. No. You wanna make jokes? Fine. You want you wanna you wanna you wanna make a, a joke about your your physical prowess of being able to lift these things? Alright, fine. You know what? You you one one small package for a man, you know what? Fine. You want you want to do something like that, you know what? Fine. You know, fine. But why is this important? Well, no. What I'm trying to get at is, and you sound much better suddenly, by the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I finally managed to close down the fucking application that was hogging all of my uh, yeah, all your CPU cycles. Good, good job. No, yeah. where where this is coming from, Joseph, is the the amount of misinformation that I've seen from the media about what's going on in terms of what's being done, what's not being done, who's doing what, who's not doing what, uh, all of this. Yeah, we have, they all seem to be making sounds to try to please each other. Um, well, and, and all they want to do, like they're, they're looking for, they're looking for ratings. They're looking for the clicks. That's it. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where, okay, someone like me who does not have any, I don't have a journalistic bone in my body. Yes, you do. <sighs> well, what he does I, on his weekends is his business. Let's just let well, you No, but you're, what you're doing is what most journalists should be doing. Journalism is investigative, which is. Yeah, but but all I'm doing is all I'm doing is looking at you know okay I see a story from a certain you know news outlet yeah you know I, I I see something from a certain news outlet I hear something from somebody else I'm like and I go after it I, I say okay is there anything legitimate to this and then it gets back to the media blasts the first 15 seconds of a video. But if you go looking for the extra 45 seconds of that 15-second video, you realize the context is in you go, you've just been debunked, you stupid, aggrandizing motherfucker. There is uh, there's a piece over here that, uh, Stephanie, you know, we completely, we completely missed over this one. And I'm going to kind of semi-hijack, semi-sidestep where we are. Put us on a slightly different track about this because she's right. 
God damn. And, and we completely, we completely stepped over this one. Mike Pence was wandering around in public without a mask. It wasn't just him. Lord Dampnut visited a, 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 a facility that was making uh, uh, masks. Didn't have a mask himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike went to... Uh, oh, God. Uh, Bridget, help me out here. Uh, what what medical place was it he went into? And, and uh, oh, they didn't tell me until afterwards that uh, they, had a, they had a mask requirement. Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic. Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, and, and that one, yeah, he fucked up. Yeah. I, I, I go back again. Dude's got a, a, a dude no, needs no. your help making himself look like an ass. You no, know? You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. And, and where I'm going with this one is I forget how far back it was, but months ago now, I think this might've actually been, you know, back in the second year of the term went to NASA and the, the big space thing that that had the big sign right near it that says don't touch the thing and he he just fucking are you a child that you need to be told don't touch because you can't fucking read oh my god just just the the absolute ineptitude of some of these I Joe, if somebody were to take a, a rifle at the rifle range because they were supposed to be training and they pointed it in a direction that it shouldn't have been, like, for instance, uh, you know, off to the right because they were got lazy, um, what would happen to them from behind? Taking your rifle off downrange when you're at the range. That's paddling. Yeah. <laughs> That's if you're lucky. If you're lucky, I can well imagine that at that point you would be yelled at like nobody's business. Your mother would be crying at home because she would feel it. Pretty much. Um, that is assuming that they didn't simply snatch the rifle out of your hands and then beat you with the receiver. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, if 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 uh, hold on, hold hold that thought, Bridget. Yeah. If if uh, if uh, if uh, if a doctor, no, sorry. If a if a if a uh, if a floor head nurse was intentionally walking around in a immunocompromised wing without a mask on, what would happen to them? Uh, she'd probably lose her nursing license and fired. Yeah, I can well imagine that there would probably, in in a perfect world, there would be a whole bunch of other line nurses that would just tackle her ass and ship her into the elevator and ship her downstairs right off the bat. But, you know, hey, we don't live in quite the, the world I would like it to be. But, you know, that's that's just me. Every once in a while, I'm a little violent. A little. Well, all yeah. these rules are in place because they demonstrably serve a purpose. I mean, they make sense, and I see a large part of the population just floating along in an illusion of absolute certitude where they think that uh, the rules don't apply to them, that they're, in a way, they're almost convinced that they're 
immortal. And this is where I, I, I contest what you said about the ineptitude of your uh, vice president. I'm listening. I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it ineptitude. I would call it arrogance. I call he it oblivion. Well, no, 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 no. When it, when it came to the thing about not touching the thing at NASA, mm-hmm. he touched it because once in a lifetime, you know, when's the next time you're going to see this? I'm going to touch it. I'm the vice president. What the fuck are you going to do about it? So it it's that, so. I honestly think that he is arrogant, and his, his cologne du jour is probably called hubris. Yeah, you're making me think that he is immen- mentally, emotionally. I'm 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 putting them both together over here. Seven years old. And the question I'm asking is whether it's conscious or subconscious. I mean. Oh, like I said, a lot of people just react without like even thinking. If you see a sign that says "Don't touch," you make out a thought process going through your head, saying, "Touch it if I want to," or you're just thinking, "Lady," uh, because of his earlier training, um, instinctively, you know, did what he wasn't supposed to. Well, again, he. He's in the second highest position of the United States government and potentially the second most powerful position in the world, just, you know, given things. I'm amazed how these people get up there. But I mean, um, you know, a lot of these people are, you know, chosen, actually. But I, but, but I just wonder, like, was, was he being a goof? Or did he know exactly what he was doing and kind of went, what are you going to do about it? Well, that's exactly, there's a huge difference between the two. Was yeah. he being a child or was he being a, you know, take your fucking pick. It's, it's evil or ignorance. And unfortunately, I don't, I don't know the rest of the story about, you know, I, I, I don't know about the aftermath about what happened. Um, but, you know, because given some I stuff think. that Bridget and I were talking about be, before the show about how some people act the the arrogance side of it 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 could play because <laughs> you know a, a, along with the freedom fetish and, and again what the fuck is freedom i mean uh, Jesus. Oh, well okay but the thing is in the united states founding documents the constitution the um no stop right there no no stop right there constitution there's reasons there's reasons elaborate sir i think you've just tried you're trying to trap me no no i'm i'm actually trying to keep you out of the trap The, the 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 usual trap is whenever anybody goes looking at and and quoting about the 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 founding documents when they go, when te- when people bring out the uh, the God, I'm 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 having a real hard time tonight trying to stay declaration. focused. The Declaration of Independence. Um, that's a dear John letter 
from the colonies to England. It's not foundational. It's a, hey, piss off. That, that's literally all that was. It's not foundational. That, that's why, I'm, that's why I, I wanted to stop you right there, because that's not... Okay. Very nicely worded, fuck you. But uh, Yes, that's, <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Okay, fine. Right. But anyway, I'm sorry, going, going on for your point, though. Persnickety-ness aside. Uh, fair enough. I, I, I deserve that. The Declaration of Independence talks about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I honestly don't think there is another country that has something similar to that written down where people take freedom to an almost fetishistic level that the United States does. And again, having the freedom to say what you want without fear of consequence from the government, freedom to assemble without, again, without um, curtailing by the by government institution, freedom to bear arms in the case of your government going corrupt and you got to take it out via lead eviction, uh, freedom to practice whatever religion you want, including freedom to not practice a religion. There's a lot of freedoms there. Now, and again, I, I'm going back to the constitution on that one because those are all your, that's your first amendment. A good portion of them. Yeah. No, and, yeah. and, and you, you've, you've got, you've got a, a very valid point here. Uh, and the, the point about how parts of the population have fetishized some mm-hmm. of the stuff, the point is valid. Yeah. And the, you know, but the other troll, the other thing too, though, is if you go to the letter of the law, so to speak, a lot of these people who fetishize it, yeah, they are playing to the letter of the constitution and they're doing so because right now, as we said, we don't know how to handle this. We don't know how to deal with what's going on. This is the first time in any of these people's lives that they've been told stay home and that's it. They, they, they don't hear the, because of this, it's stay home. Well, how dare you oppress me? How, how dare you tell me what to do? I can do what I want. We've heard that one before. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't seem to be, it's funny. Uh, it's like they're living in a bubble they depend on other humans for their survival, but at the same time, they're pretending that other humans don't exist. And that, that short sightedness is, is dangerous. It's getting you know, people I, killed literally. Yeah, uh-huh. and, I'm, and I'm even seeing people, uh, you know, yes, a lot of these people do spring from the right, the political right. Um, but I'm even seeing people who are of a more conservative bend. They're scared. Uh, like, uh, hold, hold, hold on a second. A point of order, Your Honor. Uh, in 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 the U.S., speaking about people on the right are also typically the ones that identify as conservatives. Mm-hmm. Were you meaning to say people on? the left, the, the liberal, the progressives side as well, who are 
making the same uh, the same complaints. No, and th- there are some that I have seen in that respect, but they're much more. They're just goofs. Okay. No, what, what I'm talking. No, the the people I'm talking about are people who normally side with. You know the 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 constitutionalists, the the conservatives, the. I, I don't want to say Republicans because that that just opens up a whole new can of worms. But just people who are not fans of certain people on the left. And there are some who are worried now, like that schools are going to be opening up pretty soon. Uh, There's one in particular. He has said that when schools open, he's scared because um, when he, when his kids go to school and come back, they can, uh, apparently uh, the grandparents are living with them right now due to circumstances. Yeah. You, you see, okay. That's this guy, th- this guy who was a fan, who was a, a supporter of the current government is looking at this and is now fearing what's going to happen. Isn't that perfectly so, normal? Uh, but, it but it should is, be. It th- yeah. That's the problem. Hold right there. It should be because what what we are societally dealing with, and it's not just the U.S., it's, it's, it's everywhere. We're dealing with people who refuse to acknowledge, I don't know if I'm, uh, if I'm quoting the right thing, but permutation strategy. If you don't infect me, I can't infect anybody else. That slows down that vector, that permutation dies between you and me if you don't get to me. And, and the, other, the other big nebulous thing about that is the whole uh, asymptomatic factor, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a huge piece of this because, and, I, and I've seen this too, you know, uh, if you look at fatalities versus confirmed cases, like with <sighs> symptoms, there's a it's a staggering percent. Yeah. If you factor in asymptomatics, which they don't have a grasp on yet, but the projections are that now you're getting into uh, fractions of a percent, like 0.3% per million people or something like that, to the point where it's is theoretically manageable. And I, 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 I tap dance on that one very lightly because I don't want anyone to think that I'm understating this. For those of you that, that have forgotten or don't know, I'm immunocompromised. There's a good chance that if I do catch this thing, I am fucked six ways from Sunday. Because, and... To the fact, uh, Bridget, you brought this up last week, I think. Um, th- this is a clotting virus. Yeah. I've got some experience with that stuff. And as a matter of fact, uh, thanks to the whole uh, my unemployment and, and insurance thing, now that that's back on track, I'm actually back on you know my meds, which, shit, I forgot to take mine tonight. But because of that, uh, back on the blood thinners, things are circulating. And I think 
because of, you know, sitting most of the days now, I've got, okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The breathing is getting a little labored sometimes. A little more than usual. And it's to the point where I can feel it. And believe me, the panic sets in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've dealt with this three times in my life. And right now, I don't want to go to the hospital. No, kids, is it here? You know, for, for fear of the obvious. But I, I think this is just more to do with the fact that I, you know, the, the blood's moving again. It's circulating stuff. I just have to keep with the meds to, to get this down, to get me back, to get me in a, in a continuously therapeutic state. Um, I do provide, I try to provide sort of a contributing viewpoint for a lot of this stuff, but make no mistake. Uh, this virus scares the hell out of me. But what also scares the hell out of me is the fact that and it, it has nothing to do with the economy. It has to do with the fact that I, I saw a sign at Walmart a couple days ago up here in Canada. Uh, they're now rolling out some U.S. meat products just to keep the shelves going. Uh, meat and some produce is disappearing because no one's been able to work and the supply chains are going down. So then what, you know, not, not everybody can grow their own food right now, especially in places like New York. Um, people are going to panic. Well, people are going to panic and, and rightly so because, you know, millions of gallons of milk are being dumped. Animals that can't be butchered at a meat plant are being shot and buried by the farmers. Fresh vegetables are being ground back into the soil because there's no market, because there's no way to get them from the farmer's fields to wherever they're going right now. And some people will say, well, just, you know, send a trucker. Where? They're They're all down, either down with sickness or can't do anything because the businesses are closed. So, and this is the double-edged sword of this whole thing. Yes, you want to stay home to protect people, but at the same time, you know, if by, by the time you got the all clear, you may have a famine on your hands in the most prosperous country in the world, relatively speaking, it, you could have places that make Ethiopia look like a garden spot. And you do not want not to know. You don't want to know until... And what we're looking at, basically, is this should be a lesson to us. Um, and it's a clear demonstration that we're victims of our own convenience. Oh, hell yeah. I, I'm in total agreement with you there. <clears throat> and just like <clears throat> the fear of what's going to happen, like I've said before, if there's some sort of um, uh, economic collapse... Uh, no food or electricity like I'm, I'm heading straight for the country because things are going to get pretty fucking ugly in cities um, but yeah people should be learning from this uh, to think um, a little more it's so complex because I mean to sustain 
like we've got people uh there, there's so many humans out there the, the only way to get around this kind of problem in the future is to um completely automate the the food production process yeah we need the we we need the replicators or we have to change our habits um we have to find some other way of sustaining ourselves that preferably has less imprints on well environment but i mean normally we have the technology to 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 make food from basic elements but um, now I'm thinking of the, uh, you know, this thing in Star Trek where they would. Yeah, the replicator. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're, we're getting close to the point where we, we can do that kind of shit. But the biggest barrier I see is simply it's people not willing or able to change their habits. Mm-hmm. Give me convenience or give me death. You know, oh, I um, outside of my programming, panic, panic, panic. Yeah. You know, I I took a page from from a YouTuber, uh, who always jokes about, uh, you know, you know, I I got beans and rice. And okay, <laughs> God, if my mother was alive right now, she'd be, she'd be laughing right now. The last time I went to the store. I bought uh, two pack, two decent packages of rice, uh, brown rice and a multi-grain rice. Because, you know, high fiber fills you up a little bit more. But I also bought like a five-pound bag of red kidney beans, <laughs> and okay, that's stuff sold out. <laughs> yeah, but, but those, but but those are sitting in a in a cupboard. Um. I've still got I still got a fair bit of meat left. Uh, I've got some some hamburger meat. I got I got lots of chicken left. Um, but I might have I might try to do a Costco run one of these days to see if I can stock back up. Um, but yeah, you know I, I can see it every time I go to a place like Walmart or a, one of the other stores. I can see that this is starting to have a toll, and you look at the price. Of ground beef, like I, I saw, I think it was a pound of pound of meat was like almost ten bucks. I'm like, fuck all of that. Yeah, no way. You know, I I can go without a steak. What I find really ironic is that, okay, just a little bit north of me, and a fair bit south of me, there's cattle. Okay, like I, I, I'm not sure if any, I, I think some meat pack, I think a, a meat plant in Alberta has been shut down, but only just recently. Big thing of Alberta beef, big thing. We've got it. Why are we having a short, why, why are we getting, why are we dealing with meat from the States? Especially when you guys need it, man. Yeah, there's there's that. Uh, we do need to uh, to wrap, yeah. and um, since Dal and I have had a, a, a lot more time uh, talk time tonight, uh, we're I'm just going to call us done for the moment because I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to vapor trail a little bit, and I, I don't I don't want that. Um, Joseph, you you uh, you were having uh, the uh, the last uh, couple of uh, things to talk. Uh, was there? Uh, what last items uh, did you want to just throw out there before we clear on out? 
<clears throat> maybe just coming back to the point um, I was making earlier on, uh, just to, when I was chopping up, uh, when I was cutting out, whatever. Um, I was uh, in allusion to what Bridget was saying, um, that um, in today's society, if you're a critical thinker, you, you're, you risk being uh, singled out, no matter what the situation. Because, I mean, uh, you're expected to react, like most people, in a certain way. Um, but uh, should you hesitate when somebody tells you to do something, especially somebody in authority tells you to do something and you're actually thinking about uh, what they're saying, well, if you hesitate, you're already going to be singled out. And if you actually think about what they're going to say, you know, with all the... Uh, the behavioral science, like for example, furrowed brow, that, that could even be interpreted as a sign of disrespect. It would make you even more singled out. So that's all. Fair enough. Bridget, any last item for you? Very worried about all the people who are acting out. Um, I read a story earlier where this uh, person at McDonald's, I don't know if it was a male or female uh, working there, was shot because the lobby was closed for diners and you had to use a drive-thru and somebody apparently had a problem with this. And I'm like, where do, you know, how much more ridiculous is it going to get? You know, and when do people think that they have the right to shoot? people and kill them just because they can't go inside and eat like they want to. You know, this is a damn pandemic. People are not taking it seriously. And they're all like, my rights, I don't want to do this. I need to get my hair done. I need to get my nails done. And I'm not going to wear a mask in your store, even though you've told me that I have to. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to come back and shoot you. What's really scary about that is that it's just simply people who are obliged to go outside of their programming, they're basically unpredictable. Well, they're losing a shit, uh, losing their shit over having to wear a mask or something. And, it's you know, diff- if, I, if, if I go out in a mask and somebody ends up pushing or shoving me, I'm going to mace their asses. That's assault. Good. And it's become a political statement in this country now. You can tell which religious persuasion someone is uh, based on whether they're wearing a mask out in public or not. And that is really stupid. Why does... When did a mask become a political statement? But it has. And, you know, whenever it comes time for me to go back to work, I am going to be wearing a mask. I don't care that I live in a very red state. I'm doing it anyway to protect other people. Because I'm a good person. (laughs) The worst part about that, by the way, uh, everybody, is that the, the the, the news item that Bridget is alluding to is, sadly enough, not an isolated incident currently. That is the piece that scares the abs of fucking loot shit out of me right now no i'm not saying it because i'm trying to be gratuitous it it honest and truly absolutely scares the living shit out of me that we've got that 
because it's exactly what Dallin talked about earlier. The the whole fetishist the fetishistic way that some people have been doing the whole got to have my rights, got to have my freedoms. It, it's absolutely abhorrent to me, Joey. Uh, any last item that uh, that you want to throw in there before we uh, before we just go ahead and close up shop now? Well, uh, basically the. I get it with the whole, you know, my rights and yeah, yeah, they're important, but rights are, rights are first and foremost balances. You have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You have many rights, but your rights are not Uh, absolute they're not endless it's not it's not a free ticket uh i don't know exactly who it was that uh said it but the one thing i keep thinking of is probably the most relevant your right to swing your fist ends where my nose begins Well, right comes responsibilities, too. Yes, it does. I'm just going to say this as, as a real quick, uh, really quick one. There is a line that I've seen recently that says, these rules for safety were written in blood. If you don't understand the significance of that, Ask somebody who just ask around. Please forgive me. I'm having a, I'm having a, an, an emotional landmine moment, and it's not a good one. And this is probably going to happen next week too, um, because this is a bad month for me. Uh, I'll, I'll explain uh, as as we close out. Everybody, thank you very much for being with us for tonight. We hope that you found something worthwhile in everything that we've had to say and found something worth thinking about for yourselves. Uh, as always, everybody, thank you for being with us. Joseph, you take care of yourself. Uh, I know you said that you're going to be going back to work. Uh, just, just be, just be safe, man. While you're still muted over there, by the way. Did you disappear on me again? Oh, he did say he was uh, going to be back. Well, I didn't see it because it got uh, it got um, it got covered up by that wallow text. So uh, Joey, with the wallow text that moved the 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 piece out of the way. Thank you for your time. You take care of yourself. Stay warm and. Hopefully you don't have to brush any snow off the anything tomorrow. Well, I'm not seeing any snow down here yet, and I apologize for the wall of text, but I was trying to provide you with the damn context that you know you so often ask for. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair, and I, I, I do appreciate it. You take care of yourself, huh? Do what I can. Bridget, uh, you 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 know full well. I I I. 
concern over all, all of my folks. So, as always, you take care of yourself and, and thank you. Thank you. Come on, you know, you know what I'm gonna do. Don't, don't, don't make me pull it out of your ass. Well, you can find me on Facebook, Bridget Ditch, or uh, find me at my blog at BridgetFitch2112.wordpress.com. Missing two things. Uh, oh? Uh, last we've heard, uh, Beyond the Trailer Park is trailer still park kind is of... still on hiatus, and... And? What's the other... Oh, fuck Mike Pence. <laughs> See? <laughs> visual representations work a lot. <laughs> they do. See? And, and I would not be upset at all if Pence and 45 both come down with the COVID. I... Uh, I would laugh. I'm sorry. I'm a horrible person. I don't think that it's being horrible at this point to be expecting it. I'm expecting that it will happen before the end of the month because statistics. Yeah. So, you know, we'll deal with that a little bit later. And uh, as always, Dallin, thank you ever so much for helping me out. And, and uh, you take care of yourself, man. Yeah, doing the best I can. Um, oh, let's see. Yeah, got to get the uh, the audio fixed up. Uh, of course, uh, I'm the curator of the audio over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. Uh, for random consciousness, conscious streams or whatever they call it, uh, you can catch that over at inthewind.yo5.ca. And I've also started a new project. Uh, I didn't want to advertise it until I had a few more episodes under my belt, but since the next one's going up uh, on Monday, I figured I'd uh, bring it out here. Uh, I have brought back my old kick in the cast, uh, the audio blog of a wannabe podcast novelist. Starting next week, the re-edited, remastered, and redone version of my book, Outcast, Chapter 1, will be dropped. So you can catch that over at Kick It. Dot yo5.ca and uh, of course we will we will make sure that we've got a link for that in the show notes mm-hmm. because I mean that's that's kind of our thing um like I said uh this is um this is a bad month for me um my wife died on the 22nd normally I would be making dinner for the nurse's station up at uh, Roswell Park Cancer Institute in Buffalo. And I would be planning on doing the uh, the 36-hour radio stream marathon for uh, the ride for Roswell. Um, there is no way that I can do a home-cooked meal for the, for the nurses. It, it's just simply not feasible and I cannot justify doing the um, doing the ride for Roswell uh, even if it is being uh, basically a, a, a do it from home kind of thing right now uh, I right now I can't justify you know trying to trying to I know it, it always comes down to a matter of people will do what they want to do with their funds, but I, I can't in good conscience 
suggest that people take away from what they need right now. I know, I know cancer research is, is important and, and it's something that needs to be done, but I can't for myself right now justify doing it. So I'm going to have a bad couple of weeks. Sorry. Anyway, uh, as always, all our information is over at uh, holycrapthevlogcast.com. The voice line, if you'd like to leave us a message, is 859-HCTV-554, 859-4288-554. And I wasn't going to say anything about it just yet, but uh, I, I will let you know what I was uh, alluding to last week. I'm giving serious consideration to restarting a format that has been left behind by our good bud cash. I don't think that I will be able to do under the banner of uh, atheist on air. I don't think that that's possibility, but I'm going to see about doing streams once in a while on Facebook specifically as a call-in show because that is something that I can that I can manage. We tested it, it'll work. And something tells me that having a call-in show again would probably be really good for everybody. So we'll give you more information once that's uh, once that's going to have happen. Stephanie, you take care of yourself. Uh, I know your your PM is is a is a piece of work. But um we don't wish ill on anyone, but at the same same time, really wish that son of a bitch would actually learn a little something. But be that as it may, and um, since uh, since you were muted at the time, Joseph, uh, again, thank you very much. You take care of yourself with uh, with work and such, and you know, hopefully, we'll get to see you again next week. Huh? I know that you're there. Unmute yourself. Say good night. Oh, sorry. I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks a lot. And, uh, yeah, go for it for the, uh, the new format. And uh, you all take care. Stay covered. Stay safe. Yeah, that's that's the plan. And uh, for for the record, I I did get in touch with Cash, and, and he's very much uh, he's very much on board. Um, I asked him. And, and I basically said, look, uh, forgive me if I'm kind of scooping your format a little bit, but, you know, I, I, I wanted to have your blessing, so to speak, because, you know, respect. I'm, I'm highly paraphrasing, but you know, he, he's very much on board for that. So we will see how that uh, we'll see how that plays out. So in the meantime, thank you for putting up with uh, with your host who is having himself uh, a moment. I need to get out of here because uh, I'm I'm getting real close to uh, rambling again, and I know what that means for me. So, as always, thank you for being with us, and I will see you soon with all of you guys at my side. Until next time, everyone, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And, as always... 
I love you, Fooj. It's almost 15 years. I am still in love with you. Matane. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we get together, everyone. Good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.